0: Welcome to Filled with His Love. In Matthew chapter 11, verse 29-30, it says, Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. While teaching a lesson, a class member explained how her 16-year-old grandson was struggling to be obedient. She said, you know, my grandson just has a hard time doing what he knows is right. He will sit in his bedroom and read the Bible and then go out with his friends and get into trouble. He says he just loses control of himself. He wants to be accepted by his friends, so he just goes out along with them and goes along with them whenever he goes out with them. Everybody knows it's easier to be bad than it is to be good. I believe that most of us would agree it's easier to break the commandments than it is to keep them. It's easier to give in to our impulses than it is to control them. I heard one person say, I don't really think I'm cut out to be a member of your church. It's just too hard. I once heard a speaker at a baptismal service say to the woman being baptized, you know, the road ahead will be hard, but you can do it. The implication in such counsel is that making and keeping covenants is excruciatingly difficult. No longer will the convert be able to do what he or she wants to do. The convert must now comply with difficult rules. In other words, breaking the law of chastity would be a lot easier than keeping it. Breaking the word of wisdom would be a lot easier than keeping it. Staying home on Sunday would be a lot easier than attending church. This line of thinking is common but I don't believe it's the way we should view membership in the Church. I don't think it goes along with Matthew 11, My yoke is easy and my burden is light. Every time someone succumbs to this way of thinking, that obedience is difficult, the adversary wins. In fact, this may be his most cunning lie. Being good is so difficult that it's impossible. Being bad is a cinch. If everyone believed this lie, no one would keep the commandments, and the adversary would lead everyone to be, quote, miserable like unto himself. Most are familiar with the scriptural phrase, wickedness never was happiness, in Alma 41. The opposite might be stated, righteousness never was misery. Happiness is an easy thing to experience. Misery is painfully difficult. So we might restate these phrases again as follows. Disobedience never was easy and obedience never was difficult. In other words, rather than being burdensome, onerous, hard, or impossible, as the adversary would have us believe, obedience is actually easy easy. Contrary to how most people think, it is easier to be good than it is to be bad. Now, the meaning of the word difficult is not easy, troublesome, hard to perform. That's what difficult means. Easy is actually much richer meaning than difficult. The following are some of its meanings. Freedom from pain or constraint, physical discomfort, annoyance or burden, not hard-pressed, not hurried, gentle, free from mental anxiety, conducive to comfort, not unwilling. Interesting definitions, don't you think? Let's consider the law of chastity. Those who break it experience the emotional pain of unfaithful relationships, relationships that neither partner can count on. They might experience the anxiety associated with an unwanted pregnancy or the physical pain of sexually transmitted disease. They might begin to lie to cover up their behavior, and the list goes on and on. None of this sounds easy to me. Breaking the law of chastity is a difficult experience. It's frustrating, unpredictable, and discouraging. It eventually leads to feelings of self-doubt and misery. Now, keeping the law of chastity is the complete opposite. Making a covenant to marry someone for eternity takes only a few minutes and is not only completely painless, but it is joyful. When compared with the unending misery associated with promiscuity, keeping the law of chastity is easy. Both partners can rely on each other completely. Rather than hiding secret acts from each other, they are totally free to share everything, their deepest feelings, their highest hopes, their trials and their joys. This, I believe, is infinitely easier than breaking the law of chastity. How about the Word of Wisdom? Well, those who break it are enslaved to addictions. Every time stress enters their life, they reach for a cigarette or a drink or some other substance. The consequences of such addictions are pain, discomfort, and even physical death. Again, this is disobedience to laws of good health. And even many in the world accept these laws as true and beneficial to them. But nothing about it sounds easy to me. Such disobedience is restrictive, burdensome, and hard. When you disobey the word of wisdom, you reap difficult consequences. So, compared with such disobedience, keeping the word of wisdom is rather easy. I am not inferring that stopping an addiction is easy. That takes real effort. But once the addiction has been conquered, or in the case of those who never acquire such addictions, not partaking of harmful substances in the first place is easy, much easier than being enslaved. Those who keep the Word of Wisdom never have to worry about getting a designated driver. They never have to look for smoking rooms. They don't need to worry about attracting emphysema or lung cancer. This all makes life much easier. Disobedience is difficult because the hardest thing in life is to go against what we know is right. It's kind of like we are going against ourselves. We are breaking our own beliefs, going against our own beliefs. This is the one thing we can control. We can do what we know we should do. Life can bring all kinds of trials over which we have little control, but we have the power to choose the good. And when we choose the bad, something breaks inside of us. And to fix that break, one has to repent, and repentance takes real effort. It's hard to change habits, especially if they've been ingrained for a long time. It's hard to repair damage to one's spirit. Elder Scott once said, "...broken law from sin or transgression causes anguish of mind and heart from an offended conscience." I think I better say that again. (laughs) It's a little bit complex, but it's a powerful statement. "...broken law from sin or transgression causes anguish of mind and heart from an offended conscience." He might have said that broken law causes a broken heart. He was helping us understand that disobedience is difficult because it brings with it pain. Elder Scott contrasts peace of conscience, doing what's right, with peace of mind. The peace that makes it possible for us to handle any trial that comes to us. Peace of conscience and peace of mind make life so much easier, so much less painful, so much more joyful. This does not mean, of course, that life's trials cease. It means that we can handle any trial that comes because we are doing what we know to be right. And when we experience peace of conscience, we become stronger and more able to deal with the challenges we face. You know, there's a song, you've probably all heard it from the musical Annie, entitled Easy Street. The words are easy street, where you sleep till noon. Easy street, better get there soon. Easy Street, where the rich folks play. Easy Street, when you get there, stay. Easy Street is a place where you can just sit around and do nothing. Just play all day. No rules, no commandments, no covenants. Just do whatever you want, whenever you want to do it. Everybody's dream, huh? Or maybe we should say, every natural man's dream. This is the adversary's plan. Convince them that doing nothing is ultimate fun. Sleeping in may feel easy at the time, but it's actually hard because you don't feel good later. One of our missionaries once said, quote, if I sleep in, the whole day goes bad. Does his day go bad because everyone he meets says, hey, I can tell you slept in this morning? I don't think so. The reason the day goes bad is because the missionary himself knows he fell short. He does not have peace of conscience. Was the act of not sleeping in the most serious offense he could have committed? No. But he knows he could have got out of bed and had a good morning schedule, but he chose not to. So that again, that lack of peace of conscience. I've seen the pain that comes from disobedience. I have felt the anguish. I have counseled those who thought that it was too difficult to be obedient, that disobedience was a lot easier. But then one day, most of them wake up. Just as Nephi, when he said, Awake, my soul, no longer droop in sin. Even Nephi had his problems. Even Nephi had weaknesses of the flesh. But he also knew that obedience was a whole lot easier than sin. Alma understood that obedience was easier than disobedience. This is in Alma 37. For behold, it is as easy to give heed to the word of Christ, which will point to you a straight course to eternal bliss, as it was for our fathers to give heed to this compass, which would point unto them a straight course to the Promised Land. To give heed to the Word of Christ means more than listening to the Word. It means to live the Word, to put it into practice. Alma is teaching here that it is as easy to follow our conscience as it was for his ancestors to follow the Leahona's direction. All they had to do was look and see which way the compass was pointing. Helaman reminded his people that all the Israelites had to do was look at the serpent on his staff, and they would have eternal life. This is Helaman 8, quote, And as many as should look upon the serpent should live, even so as many as should look upon the Son of God with faith, having a contrite spirit, might live, even unto that life which is eternal. The Lord was trying to teach the Israelites, as well as the Nephites, that obedience is everything. Following the Savior, giving ourselves to Him, leads to life and liberty, while giving in to the adversary leads to death and captivity. But He was teaching even more than this. He was teaching us that such obedience is infinitely easier than turning our lives over to the adversary and then going through the pain associated with breaking God's laws. All the people had to do was look. All they had to do was heed the word. He was trying to teach us that obedience is so much easier than disobedience. Life and liberty are so much easier to experience than captivity and death. I once heard a recent convert who stood at the podium holding a Book of Mormon in his hand. He said, This book has changed my life. It has made me happier. It has made me a better husband, a better father. It has helped me at work to be a better coworker. It has made me happier in every aspect of my life. And I know if you read it, it will make you happier too." The Book of Mormon had made his life easier, less frustrating, less troubled, than it was before he joined the Church. He had learned that Christ's yoke truly is easy and his burden is light. He knew that disobedience was much more difficult than obedience. I want my children and grandchildren to understand this principle. I pray that they will never fall for the adversary's lie, that giving into our impulses is ultimately easier than keeping our covenants. Keeping our covenants is ultimately easier than being disobedient. I hope this has been helpful to you. hope you'll share it with somebody that you feel might benefit from it. Thanks a lot. We'll see you next time.